Today we are going to talk about some New Year's resolutions, I guess we'll call them. I don't really know what else to call them. It's more of like a wish list, to be honest with you, but we're going to call them New Year's resolutions because i that's what time of year it is. We're right here. We're right up to, against the New Year. So New Year's resolutions for the Tigers. What they need to do to make sure that 2023 is better than 2022. That list might be very long, but we're going to talk about it. All today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Friday, December 30th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you cover the season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so we are. Well, what's up? <laughs> what's up? It's been a minute. How's it doing, everybody? Hope everyone's holiday season is going well. I know this is a very hectic and chaotic in time of year for some people, and a very tough time of year for some people. And so I just hope no matter what everyone's situation is unique and whatnot, I hope everybody is just getting through this holiday season. Uh, head held high and uh, and everybody's doing well. Seeing family, hopefully. And, uh, and yeah, I just hope everyone's doing all right out there between the ears. So today we are going to talk about... I, I think we're going to call them New Year's resolutions. Also, I'm not home. I'm away for the holiday season. So this really bright light I can't do anything about. But it's so bright. And it makes me look even paler than I already am. Um, but but it's, it's what we got, baby. Still got Tiger's memorabilia up there. Because that's how I roll. So, I yeah, I, th- I think we're going to call them New Year's resolutions. They're not really. Well, they are. But they're not. Like, they are, but they aren't. You know what I mean? I think they are. So let's just talk about what needs to happen in 2023 to just make sure that it's better than 2022. And and I know that like, haha, that's a you know a grocery shopping list. That's a laundry list. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It's 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 not an overnight fix, and it certainly isn't at this point in the off season when all the huge names and best players in free agency are off the board. Like this isn't going to be some incredible unbelievable turnaround 100 losses to 100 wins like it's not happening that being said we can do some things we can take some steps to ensure that next year is better than 2022 okay and i think first and foremost and by you know usually when i say first and foremost it's like haha like i have to go like actually not foremost this one actually is first and foremost okay injuries health Staying on the field, I guess, is even what I should just call it. Stay on the field. Please stay on the field. And we can start with the two most noteworthy omissions to the baseball field in 2022 for your Detroit Tigers. And that is Austin Meadows and Eduardo Rodriguez. Now, the Austin Meadows situation, like I, I read my own comment section, right? Like I, I, I read my own replies to, to stuff that I put out there. I understand that some of you are, are really like we're not did not look at the Austin Meadows situation very, very fondly. 
you, there's always like jokes and comments about the Erod situation. Anytime I bring him up, I understand all that. Okay, I, I know, I know that those opinions and whatever is out there. But the fact of the matter is, it happened for both of them. It happened, and it's safe to assume it is safe to assume that that's not going to happen again. Okay, I I know it was ridiculous. I, I understand. And the Erod situation, I guess, specifically is what I'm talking about right now. I know that that was like unparalleled. We've never seen anything like it. And yet here we are. And, and, and it happened. This whole season was filled with that, right? Like we just talked about it on Wednesday with Sully. Like this whole season was just filled with nonsense that just kept happening that we've never seen before. And I, I, I'm not trying to say that what they what, – like the reason he – left the team or whatever was a nonsensical reason like that's you know to each their own do what you have to do family is obviously first but it, it just it blew my mind how many of those situations just kept happening over and over and over again like stuff that we've never seen before and Erod it's it's not like he just pieces out every year like this isn't you know people are like oh well he needs to prove that he need, can you know not just ditch the team ever like he, He's a seven-year MLB veteran, and, like, he's never done it before. Like, this isn't uh, – the only other time he's missed significant time in his entire career was 2020, and that was because he had, like, a severe negative heart, like, reaction to getting COVID and was, like – like, people were worried for his life at one point. So, like, I don't think this is a dude that every year we have to be like, oh, is Erod going to actually be here this year? It was a, a fluke. One-time thing, it was a family matter. He felt like he had to attend to, and he did. Okay, let's move on, and we can somewhat, I'm not going to say we can assume, but we can somewhat assume that he is going to give us some legitimate innings and definitely more innings than he did in 2022 in 2023. That's assuming that he is on the team, and which we will get to later. Okay, Austin Meadows. <sighs> I, I, again, I, I read my own comment section. I know everybody has an opinion on him. And like, I know that it, some people, like there's a group of, of y'all that just like straight up didn't look at it fondly and were like, he, you know, quit on the team or whatever. I think that's ridiculous, but to each their own. Again, th this isn't something that happens to Austin Meadows every year. Like this isn't every year. He doesn't just miss like four months and then go like, oh, I'm not playing the last couple of months of the season because of, like, mental health, whatever. Like, that's not something that he does every season. So, like, again, it was a, he had a vertigo at one point. He had COVID. He had, like, Achilles problems. I mean, that dude had some of the most, like, out-of-pocket injuries that, that I've ever seen. And so, in the same breath, again, I think it is safe to assume – that he is going to provide more at-bats in 2023 than he did in 2022. Okay, I think that that is a safe assumption. So Call me crazy. Like, some of y'all are like, oh, it's not a safe assumption. Well, <laughs> I think it is, okay? Now, some injuries are just unpredictable, right? You slide into a bag and, and you, you hurt a leg or, or, you know, throwing injuries, whatever, like some injuries are unpredictable and there is an, an element of unpredictability and randomness to all injuries. So obviously if they get hurt on related to those things, then like, that's different. That's just a no, that's just sports. But I, I have a hard time believing that those just kind of 
uh, again, just like not really seen before off the field stuff that ha- occurred to both of those gentlemen is just going to like be a reason why they can't play again next year. So we can assume that on the pitching side of things, we have a ton of depth, which is great because again, the Tigers had what almost 20, almost 20 different starting pitchers start games last year. So I, I think that that's a good thing. That's good that we have a lot of depth. I still think that you can move some of it. We'll get to that, I guess, a little bit later. But at the very least, as it stands right now, no matter what you want to say about the offseason, this team has a ton of pitching depth, and that's undeniable. So they're at least somewhat addressing that and like, hey, we had a ton of injuries last year. We had a ton of issues where we, we, we didn't know who we were throwing out there the next day. We had relievers starting games. Brian Garcia started multiple games for the Tigers this season. That should never happen. So th- th- they're at least addressing some pitching depth, and that's a good thing. Okay? So, again, health, a, a big thing. On the offensive side of the ball, you know what? I, offensively, we didn't have a ton of, like, long-term injuries. So, like, we had, like, the Javi had the thumb injury, and then, you know, there was rumors that maybe that's why he struggled a little bit offensively for the month or two after that thumb injury uh, because his second half of the season was not nearly as bad as people think. And so I think that, that, that you know, small stuff like that. And, again, that's just part of being an athlete. So, you know, you, you got you to gotta play through it at some point. But um, ho- hopefully we can avoid as many of those as possible, I guess. But I, I think my main point with the offensive side of things is just that I think this team is – and this is a, like, don't shoot the messenger moment. This is like – I'm not telling you that I think that this is smart or dumb. I'm just saying this is the vibe that I get and this is the impression that I get of this offseason so far is I think 2023 is going to be a year where Scott Harris is going to play a lot of youth in this organization and on this 40-man roster, a lot. And I think that the purpose of that is he's new here and he wants to see what he has in a lot of these players and the players that step up to the occasion and play super well. Maybe they can play themselves into a long-term piece of this puzzle and the ones that don't will be filtered through like the already like 15 to 17 players that were on the 40 man at some point this year and are now no longer on the 40 or just no longer on the organization as a whole. Like there hasn't been a lot of addition for sure. And that's totally legitimate. And, and again, we'll get to that later, but there has been a ton of subtraction. And so I, I think that, that that is something that, that will be a theme this offseason and in, in the 2023 offseason and, and a year from now. I think that, that we're going to be filtering in a lot of players are going to be filtered in and out, in and out. And I think that's why you see a lot of waiver claims and stuff too. So that's how I think we're going to address the – that was kind of a weird side tangent, but I promise it made sense in my brain. That's how we're going to address offensive injuries, I think. I don't think we're going to the business of signing like, oh, you know, we're going to bring in – uh, like a utility man for a two-year deal, for, you know, on three mil AAV. And he's going to get 70 at-bats and he's 32 years old and he, he's going to be a utility player for us. I don't think that we're going to go out and, and, and bring any of that in from the outside. I think that we're just going to look at the youth we have and go, okay, time to, to see what we got in this guy. Time to see what we got in this guy and just keep a revolving door open of the youth that we have so that Harris can kind of get a better feel of what he has in, in this organization. Okay. Okay. Let's get into the rest of the new year's resolutions. Okay. 
we'll do that right after I tell y'all about a message from the NHTSA. Picture this. You're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or risk someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, everybody. Welcome back here. Segment two of Locked on Tigers. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Now make Locked On Sports Today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else out there with local experts and insiders that only Locked On can provide. The Locked On Sports Today podcast available on the YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. I don't know why I just said the YouTube, but we are on the YouTube. Go check us out on the YouTube. All right. So we're talking about some New Year's resolutions here. The other one, the the painfully obvious one, okay, foremost is is legitimately just staying on the field, keeping as many players on the field as possible. Because uh, we didn't even really get, like we were supposed to take the big step forward last year, and we didn't even really get a great look at that because that product was never on the field together. And and again, they, they deserve all the heat you give them. I'm not like trying to excuse the level of play last year. It was terrible, and it deserves to be called out. I'm just saying it, it was just a, a, a avalanche. There was just so much wrong with last year. So the other thing that I think is important to address is the hitting. And that's like very broad. So like if we want to narrow it down, you need more power desperately and you need more walks desperately. Now, one of those those two things is being addressed, Okay. The, the, the more walks is being addressed. Scott Harris, that, that seems to be a, a big thing for him, which I think is awesome. It's very cool. That, that's how I view the game. My light just fell behind me. But it kind of looks still like fine. It's very bright. Okay. I think we're just going to ride with this, and I'm leaving it in. So, <laughs> geez, not home. This is what happens. So, the, the the walks are being addressed, right? The the, the more walks that they're being addressed every day. Well, okay, they haven't really brought in talent every day, but every move so far on the offensive side of the ball, even though there haven't been a, very many of the major league level, the subtractions as well. It's very apparent that if you don't draw walks, Scott Harris is not going to look at you as really a long-term option on this team. I'm sorry, this light is literally killing my eyes. How about like that? Boom. How about that? Okay. It's a little darker. That looks weird. We're just going to roll with it. This is what happens. Okay. So the the walks are, are being addressed. The power has not been addressed whatsoever. And some argument, some, like a very minuscule amount, can be made for like, hey, some players had, well, a lot of players had like the worst years of their career. 
they're going to kind of water's going to find its level and they're going to get a little bit better and we're going to have some power. That's fine. That will make us not one of the most inept power hitting teams in the history of baseball. That still doesn't make us like even a middle of the road power team though. Right? Like let's just play that game. Let's just be, Oh, like everyone's just going to like hit more homers than they did last year. Magically. Even if, we, we, 2023 is an everything goes right year because 2022 is an everything goes wrong year. Okay. Austin Meadows around 20 homers in Comerica. Javi Baez, best case scenario, what, 20 to 25? That's like best, best case scenario, probably. Uh, like 25 being like the, the ceiling of best case scenario. Um, so like maybe we throw that in, in there. Um, Meadows, we already talked about Miguel Cabrera. No, we're not going to assume any power from him. Torkelson. That's obviously a big one. If he can hit around 20 homers, that would be huge. Riley green. If he can be in the teens and homers, that would be really cool. Like 15 to 20 range. Jonathan scope obviously had a horrific year. Like if he can bounce back and be around 20 homers again, that would help. Uh, like, like there are certainly bounce back candidates. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the odds of all of them going back to, or in some cases, just taking steps forward. Like there is no going back to a previous version of themselves for like Torkelson and green. But if everybody was to take a big step forward and, and, and be like, Oh, like this is what we expected in 2022. It's it, you have to realize how, how unlikely it is for that to happen to like eight different people. Okay. So that, that's already kind of a thing. Then you also play in Comerica Park, which like center field is not going to help you. Now, it's not as aggressive as people think. The corners are actually like not that deep, but that's besides the point. Objectively, you hit the ball to center field. It's harder to hit home runs. So you have that going against you a little bit. And then you made zero at the time of this recording. You made zero major league additions to the offense, an offense that was historically inept. And the main reason it was historically inept was two reasons. They never walked and they never hit for power. Here we are, okay, having this discussion. So the odds, what are the odds of that? Like what what are the odds that we don't make any additions and everybody just has like a career best year the year after a career worst year? It's slim. It's slim, Okay. So, yes, I, I, I'm not saying it's impossible for players to get better than last year. I mean, golly, I would hope so. It would be pretty much impossible for a lot of them to get worse. I'm just saying that the odds of all of them just, like, becoming – heading for enough power to make this offense, like, a middle of the road even. Like, ho team home run total after, you know, the, the season's over next year is – like, I, I would say slim, but I don't think that even does it justice. It's impossible. It's not possible to be, like, in the top half of home runs with just, like, the, the players that we still have. It's not going to happen. Okay? So, you need to still address power, and you already are kind of addressing walks. So, we'll give you kind of like a, yeah, you're on your way there, but we need it more addressed in the future still. Okay? Okay, cool. Let's keep talking. We got some more uh, New Year's resolutions, I guess, is what we're calling them. We got some more of those to talk about, and we'll do that right after this. All right, everybody. Welcome back here. Third and final segment, Locked on Tigers. So the next thing up, I guess, is more of like team 
const- roster construction side of things. And this is like the giant elephant in the room. Okay. The, the, not, nothing I've said has been a surprise to anybody who follows this team, cl- even remotely closely. Um, but the last one is like the, the biggest at, in the off season, as it stands right now, late December, early January, th- this is the most apparent thing. A- a- and that is you need, I guess we can break it into two parts. Let's make a trade. I, we already made one. Let, let's keep the ball rolling. I liked the last one. I did. I know not a lot of people. Well, I would not say a lot, not a lot of people. There was a, a, a part of the fan base that didn't because it feels like we're going backwards, whatever. We're training prospect for a current player. The fact of the matter is that in my eyes, that was a, that, that was a, a smart, intelligent trade. That was a good deal, right? Like a, a really good one, to be honest with you. I'm not asking for a home run every time. I'm just asking for some sort of addition to this offense. Like, even that trade is not an immediate addition. I'm not sure Henry Malloy is, like, opening day roster stuff. I think he'll be able to play his way into it. He has a really strong spring. Uh, If we just don't bring in a third baseman, like, maybe. Who knows? But as it stands right now, let's – you have a ton of starting pitching. A ton. An unbelievable amount. So my 2023 New Year's resolution is please, for the love of everything, make a trade. And it's a specific trade. Make a trade where you get rid of a starting pitcher and you receive a bat. A young, controllable bat. Boom. That's my my New Year's resolution. Detroit Tigers. And again, that's more of like a wish list thing. I guess maybe this should have been like a Christmas episode. But like regardless, that's that like please, it just makes so much sense. And I know we need that starting pitching depth. You can get rid of one of these starters and still have a plethora of starting pitching depth. You can. You have that much starting pitching depth at the moment. And we talked about Erod earlier. It makes a lot of sense. We've talked about it before. We did a whole episode on it. Uh, or maybe it was only a segment or two. Regardless, we've talked about this before a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, excuse me. And uh, it, it's something that Staven Hagen pointed out. And it, it just, it makes so much sense. So much sense. And look, I know everybody's impatient and frustrated and like, where are the moves and what are we doing and why is nothing happening? I am right there with you. I get paid to talk about this team every single day. I would love actual stuff to talk about. So I, I, I agree. And they need to address. There's still, we don't have a third baseman. We literally don't have one. Okay. So that's like kind of a big deal. And then they still said they wanted a righty outfielder. And they still said they wanted a lefty infielder. Like th- there's still, there's still moves that need to happen. Absolutely. So let like <laughs> let's make a trade. Let's trade one of our starters, please. Let's please trade one of our starters and let's bring in a bat. I would love it. And again, Erod makes a lot of sense. Opt out after this season and not only after this season but like uh, after the starting pitching market this season looks like it was I don't want to say a discount but Looks like he can get a pay raise if he just, like, stays on the field. Like, that's how much lower 
his AAV and his contract is to like what the market was that we just saw in winter meetings and stuff in the month of December for other starting pitchers. If he can just stay on the field and be decent, he'll be able to opt out and get a huge pay raise. Okay? Okay, cool. Next up, let's, I guess, free agents. Look. Uh, that's I guess we're dividing it into trades and free agents just for what I want left to happen. Again, we, like please, <laughs> please, and and I I completely again I I talked about it earlier. I think this is going to be a year where they're not going to bring in a ton of outside talent as it stands right now because they want to see what they have with the current players on the forty man. I understand that logic completely. And I, I agree with you. I think that that's what's going to happen. As it stands right now, there is no one on this 40-man roster that I want playing third base every day. Not one. I like Ryan Kreidler. I think he could be something someday. Does that mean that I think that he should? we should hand over the keys and let him be the opening day starting third baseman in 2023? Absolutely not. And that's like the end of the discussion, pretty much. Like, that's like the only even possible option right now. I, you, you have to do something, whether it is a trade, whether it is a free agent signing. You, you have to. You have to. And the third base market remaining is not exactly booming. Brian Anderson's like the only guy that you kind of circling, like, that could make some sense. He's only 30. You could get him kind of a longer term. He could be kind of like a part of the, you know, next two or three years. But like Longoria is not happening. And, and like after that, I, I mean, at that point, why even bring someone in really? Out, uh, after you get past Longoria and Anderson. It's, it's a thin market. And that's why I think, again, like going back to trades, that I think that that's, that's vital. But New Year's resolutions, just like holes to fill. Please get a third baseman. Please, it, it, even if that's re- involving a trade of a starting pitcher to acquire a uh, – I know Henry Malloy can play third, but he can also play corner outfield. That could be an either-or thing. You need an opening day starting third baseman. Address it, okay? That's, that's my New Year's resolution. That the top, well, again, this is like more of a wish list. Same thing, though. Not really, but like close enough. I mean, goodness. Okay. So, first base is another one, to be honest with you. We talked about third base. We talked about right handed outfielder. We talked about left handed hitting infielder. That's all stuff that Harris said he wanted. He hasn't brought in literally any of any of those. So the last one before we get to the last one, because that makes sense, is first base. Again, I don't care if it's via trade. I don't care if it's via free agency. You cannot let what happened last year happen again. You can't. And I don't want Jonathan Scope to be an option because then you just have a hole at second. You cannot walk in to 2023 with no plan B at first, if Torgelson can't hit again, you can't. And Torgelson is plan A. That is up choice one. Is Torgelson's just good? Obviously. But you cannot 
go into this upcoming season without a safety valve option at first base if it hits the fan again. Okay? Great. Last thing. My New Year's resolution is... I guess this is like if I was the owner of the Detroit Tigers, my New Year's resolution in 2023 would be to spend more money. He can afford it. <laughs> he can afford it. Yeah, there's millions of, of pieces of evidence. He, he can afford it. I, and, and, and I'm not asking for New York Mets payroll. I'm not asking for Yankees payroll. I'm not asking for Dodgers payroll. Just give me some sort, like, like next year, listen to this. Okay. Catch this. Get a load of this. All right. Next season, Miguel Cabrera is off the books. Erod is presumably opting out. Javi mm, has an opt out. I personally, as it stands right now, don't think that he would opt out, but if he has a really good season and it's like, Hey, last year was a fluke possibility. But I, I don't think that one's as likely. My point is, after this upcoming season, there's a legitimate reality in which Javi Baez is the only person that's like actually locked up and like has a salary for after 2023. And again, he has an opt out. If he, you know, is an MVP candidate this upcoming season and then opts out, then like he's off too. So, like, uh, I'm not asking for the biggest payroll in the game of baseball. I'm not asking for a top five payroll in the game of baseball. But right now, we don't have anyone. And, like, yes, I understand team and arbitration and all that technically counts. Sure. But you're not paying those dudes anything. Like, you don't get paid until like after your third year. And then from years three to six, it even then starts out low and then gradually gets bigger. Like you're, you're really paying anyone after Miguel Cabrera is off the books next year. I'm not asking for top of the line. I'm just asking for a little bit of financial investments by ownership. This was so much more of a wish list than it was a New Year's resolution thing. But happy New Year. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check on the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories in sports. Uh, wow, I just totally lost my spot. Biggest stories in sports. Peter Bukowski uh, brings them to you in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with their local and national experts and insiders. Get the Lockdown Sports Today podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. I think that's all I got. If the audio was a little weird on this, I'm home next week. So sorry that, I'm, you know, the light situation. We had a light fall. This was an eventful 30 minutes. We had a, a, a light fall in the middle of the show. I'm a, it's a much darker room than it was at the beginning of this. Um, I, I am going to title this. I am going to title this new year's resolutions, but it's really just me complaining about what I want. Uh, it's more of a, uh, like Christmas Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate list than it is like a, a new year's resolution list. Uh, this, this was hectic. 
but I think it was also needed. It felt therapeutic, and I hope it was for you too. All right. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you so much for rocking with me this year. Um, I will never be able to truly vocalize and uh, articulate how much you all mean to me. This was my first full calendar year as host of Locked On Tigers. Last season, I took over in the middle of the year. Uh, and then we had the, the lockout last season and whatever. So uh, this was like my first like full normal year. And uh, it, it was it I couldn't have asked for for how great it went. And the show continues to grow. And uh, it's awesome. So I really do appreciate all y'all. You mean the world to me. Uh, this show, this this job means the world to me. And uh, I, I hope that that comes through in this at the end of the day, because I I. This wouldn't be a thing without listeners. So, <laughs> right. that That's the whole point. So. I, I really do appreciate y'all a ton. All right. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I hope everyone's getting through this time of the year well. I know it can be tough on some people. I know it can be great for some people. Wherever you fall on that spectrum, I hope that you are giving yourself a little bit of a break and enjoying your time uh, at the end of this year. And hopefully 2023 will be better than the last few years. I know that it's the last few years have been rough for a lot of people as well, obviously, for for a a ton of reasons. So uh, all we have in this world is to look forward. That's all we got. So let's do that and make 2023 a really fun one for this show. We're not going anywhere. We ride, baby. We ball. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. And I will catch you all on Monday in 2023. Uh, there's no way I'm saying the date right for like maybe until March. Like it, it might take me months to not say 2022 at the beginning of shows now that I'm thinking about it. So give me a little bit of a break. Somebody keep track, but also don't. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. I'll catch y'all tomorrow, Monday. Go Tigers, baby.